I just walked in, but y'all already know me. Things in the world nowadays getting oldy. Chilling in the crib with the fam, getting cozy. Talking with my people, we at home with our homies. What's up, guys? So I am your host, Jason Ciano, on At Home with the Homies. I have an old homie of mine, my fraternity brother, and actually little brother in my fraternity, Noah Nordheimer from APN Capital. What's up, Nordy? What's going on, Jay? So tell me where you're at right now. Tell the people where you are. I'm in Malibu, California. So you're a smarter person than I am. <laughs> I moved out here about 10 years ago. I should have done it about 30. <laughs> yeah, man, you're not kidding. What a, what, a, what a great place to be stranded and isolated right now. It, it works. It works for us. It does, right? So, yo, catch me up a little bit on what you're doing at APN Capital. Give me the background. on I, I, I know, but I don't think these folks do. So let's, let's chat. Yeah, so APN Capital is a private equity firm that I founded uh, with some partners. And we invest uh, heavily in behavioral health, substance abuse, uh, core facilities, and some technologies. So um, started with uh, facilities based in Maryland. Uh, founded a company called Concerted Care Group. Um, and it's an integrated healthcare system that uh, we treat addiction treatment, behavioral health, uh, substance abuse. Um, it, it has everything from primary preventative care to diagnostics. Um, it really treats the whole person. So that model uh, and those facilities throughout the state of Maryland treat about 2,000 patients a day. Um, wow. Mostly Medicare and Medicaid. Um, so it's dealing with people who are economically challenged as well as, uh, you know, either mentally or, um, you know, facing substance abuse. So it's, it's a tough population to work in, but it's really rewarding. Right on. So you and I have been talking about APN Lodge, which is in Colorado, right? Talking about yeah, so that's a new facility we just opened. Um, it's, it's substance abuse, uh, behavioral health, uh, heavy trauma focus. That facility is about 100 beds, um, and it's really the upper end of the market. So it's taking a lot of what we've learned and, and uh, from concerted care group and developing this integrated care model and cool. taking it to the upper end of the market. Right on. And, uh, I mean, I'm reading everywhere that uh, alcohol and cannabis sales are up as a result of everybody uh, stressing out with regard to coronavirus. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure that that's having an impact on your business. Or yeah, will. I, absolutely. I think uh, there's going to be a big influx after this. Uh, certainly right now, uh, there's just there's been overwhelming demand within the U.S. for a while. But I think right now people are turning to things to support them. And unfortunately, some of those things are alcohol and, and marijuana. Um, and But I think beyond that, you know, every one of us now has trauma that's lasting um, from this experience. Um, For and, sure. You know, it's, it's ongoing and, and our kids and we're all living through it day to day. So I think every one of us right now is going through something slightly different uh, and everyone's handling it slightly differently. So um, certainly our field is, is busy. Telehealth is really busy for us right now. Those are, you know, they, they changed a lot of the rules recently, too. They had some pretty arduous rules around telehealth with receiver sites and provider sites. Um, CMS and HIMSS opened up 
uh, all the laws so people could actually access care during this pandemic. So they've made it a lot easier for us to provide care. Sure. It'll be interesting to see if they change the rules back after uh, many of the big insurance companies believe that some of these rules are going to be here to stay. Um, so we'll continue to track that. But certainly uh, our telemed business is, is exploding right now. Yeah, I'm sure, man. I, you know, you and I were, were catching up a little bit about just homeschooling our kids and how <laughs> stressful that is. I mean, a parent's role has uh, changed drastically here in the, in the last few weeks as well, right? Yeah, we, we always knew that teachers were, were underpaid. We just didn't realize by how much. Um, now, now we're all really aware that uh, teachers are, are, are unfortunately very underpaid. And, and uh, next time they go in for a raise, I'll be their biggest supporter. Yeah, likewise, man. All right, man, we're, we're past the five-minute mark, so let's dive into some questions here and have some fun. All right. All right, brother. So what... Uh, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be an architect. Um, I actually used to draw floor plans of homes and, uh, and buildings and, and came up with stuff on my own. And, and uh, you know, some days I wish I had done that. Um, well, but... I'm sure, listen, looking at the design of APM Lodge in Colorado, I'm sure some of that comes into play. So, yeah, it looks I guess I get to live out my dreams somehow through that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and your creativity. Uh, what, did you, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, I haven't yet. I've had coffee, about four cups. I'm, I'm trying to do intermittent fasting. Me too. I go straight to lunch. So what time, what's your window typically, 9 p.m. to 1 p.m.-ish? Nice. Nah, I'm asleep by 9. You crazy? You're um, asleep by 9? I, I get in bed and go to sleep when he does, so it's usually around nine nine thirty. Oh um, man, good. No, for you. I'm I'm I cut my windows now like uh, eleven to six. Eleven to six. Yeah. Boy, a lot a lot's changed since our days at the University of Arizona, huh? <laughs> are we Are we going to go into questions about that? No, we're not. <laughs> okay, we are man. not. Uh, what's your favorite meal to cook? Favorite meal to cook. Um, you know, I, we have a garden. I've been cooking a lot more vegetables from the garden. Um, you know, it, it's easy. It's quick. Um, I can't really screw that up. So <laughs> that's what I go with. I used to cook a ton of red meat and stuff on the grill. I'd say over the past five years, I've, I've cut my animal protein by like 75%. So Me too. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I guess I'm trying to be healthy and make up for, for years lost. I think we're doing the same thing, man. I think that's uh, I think that's a good thing, by the way. Uh, if you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why? Uh, I would cut back on coffee. Um, I, I definitely have been a slave to it, and and you know, I I wake up about four forty-five. Um, I, I try and get in a workout early in the morning uh, before things start on the East Coast. It's just. But I need coffee. Um, that's that's my crutch, and uh, I absolutely have played with giving that up or cutting back, and I just I haven't been able to. Hey, look who just joined us! Jay Gerbs just joined us. Look at that. Gerbs. Gerbs. Uh, I hear you on that, man. I am uh, I am absolutely in the same boat with that. Um, and to that point, you're at a cafe. What type of drink do you order? uh black coffee 
I'm, I'm so pretty what time do you, What time, just out of my curiosity, what time do you uh, stop drinking coffee typically? Is there a certain time you cut it off? Yeah, about 11, 30, 12. Um, okay. if, I, if I go, in, now, granted, if I'm dragging around 3 o'clock and I want to get another workout in or, or go for a hike or I have an important meeting or a call, um, occasionally I'll have another cup, but I really try and cut it off at noon yep. uh, so it doesn't interfere with my sleep. Makes sense. You? Good stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I have a cup typically around 3.30 to get me through that next push in the day. And if I'm working out, if I get a workout in late at night, I'll have a cup right before that workout. And it won't affect my sleep because at that point I'm shot. <laughs> uh, if you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would it be? Any two famous people to have dinner with? Um... That's a good question. Um, let me come back to you on that one. Give All me right, no worries. Would you rather be the funniest or the smartest in the room? Uh, probably the funniest. <laughs> good. Some things don't change. I love that. Uh, what country did you last visit outside the U.S.? Mexico. I was Where? in Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. Uh, we went for... Uh, Christmas, winter break, Christmas, New Year's, uh, me and my son. It was, a, it was a quick, easy trip. From here, it's only about a two-hour flight. I know. So. I love Cabo, man. You, you guys are blessed on the West Coast. You got it easy easy to Cabo, easy to Hawaii. Easy to Colorado. It's, it's kind of the triangle. Everything's a couple hours. It's nice. I know, man. That's why I should never have come back from, from the West Coast. I don't know. What, I should have followed your lead, bro. Uh, you look like you're doing all right. We're doing all right. I just need to, to get out west more when, when, when I feel like I can get on a plane again. Last question here before we get a tour of, of either the gym or the refrigerator. We haven't decided. You, you'll you'll uh, surprise us. This is a funny one. If you could rename yourself, what name would you pick? So uh, this is uh, – I was – I'll tell you, I was almost named Levi. Uh, ah, my parents, uh, it was between Noah and Levi. I think Noah has probably suited me better. Levi probably would have had a lot more scars and trauma in childhood. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I, I think at one, one point uh, I rode the bus and I became friends with this, this cool kid who was older than me, this Italian kid, John Carlos. And I told my parents that uh, I was probably – five or six years old at the time I came home and decided I wanted my name to John Carlo. There you go. <laughs> you look like a John Carlo. I think yeah, that right? would work well. That would have worked well for me. Can you show us what you're living on in Malibu? I would imagine it's you pretty, got it. pretty healthy, brother. You got it. Let's ride. Right. Let's go. You got to show me a palm. You got to show me a palm tree or two also along the way, man. Because, palm tree? All right. I'll get you a yeah, palm tree. Yeah, something. I'll show you I the viewers kid. some. We got a kid here playing uh, Fortnite. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Sam. Sam, what's up? What's up, Sam? How you doing? Good. Good to see you. Is Daddy doing a good job with your schoolwork? Yeah. All right, good. Keep up the good work, buddy. All right. Fridge is a little bare. 
<laughs> That's all right, as long as you're keeping yourself alive. Core shots. Nice. Get you through the day. I, by the way, I would, I would just live at Sun Life Organics based on how close you live. Yeah, Sun Life is, uh, you got to call it in. I mean, this is what I'm trying to, trying to oh, stay in man, shape. I think you, you have one of the most ideal uh, isolation circumstances around. I'm moving in. It's, you know, it doesn't mean I'm getting in here enough. <laughs> and by the way, we need to, uh, obviously, we've been trying to link up to work out quite a bit on both coasts. And yeah. it's tough to do. We're busy, man. But we got to make that happen. Let's do it. Show me, a, show me a palm tree or two. Give me a view. There we go. Oh, I'll, get you, I'll get you an ocean. Even better. You get a hillside there. Oh, paradise, brother. Well, listen, I know where I'm staying Fog when I'm in California. Burning off here. Not a bad place to work. No, not at all, man. Not at all. We're, we're losing the signal here a little bit. But listen, brother, I appreciate it. Great catching up. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay safe. Thanks, Great brother, catching up. And, and I know where I'm staying when I'm, when I'm in Cali next. I'm staying right there, bro. Hit me up. Be good. Be well. Take care, Noise. I just walked in, but y'all already know me. Things in the world nowadays getting oldy. Chilling in the crib with the fam, getting cozy. Talking with my people, we at home.